Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Pastor Farrell Shepherd of the Island Port Baptist Church in Madisonville, Kentucky. And I'd like to welcome you to another Sending Forth the Light radio broadcast. This broadcast is for Wednesday, December 20th. And I trust you're enjoying a good day in the Lord and making plans, not just for Christmas, but plans for tonight to be in the house of God for midweek prayer service. Somebody said one time that if you show up on Sunday morning, you show your love for your church. And that if you show up on Sunday night, you show your love for your pastor. But if you show up on Wednesday night, when very few people seem to find it necessary to go, then you show your love for the Lord. Well, I believe that you ought to be in prayer service. I believe you ought to be in every service, just to be honest with you. I think you ought to be faithful to that. And matter of fact, I think you need that and that you're going to give an account for not doing that. Now, I know there's sicknesses and I know there's providential hindrances. But again, I don't believe that uh, everything that's termed that will actually be termed that by the Lord on the day of judgment. Nevertheless, I'm just saying, you ought to be in the house of God. Love to have you here at the Island Ford Baptist Church at 7 o'clock tonight. We are located at 1415 Island Ford Road in Madisonville, Kentucky. I would ask you to pray for my father-in-law. been asking prayer for him, Mac Johnson. They gave him a scare last week saying that he might have cancer in his lung. They were to do a biopsy last week, either Monday or Tuesday, and they didn't do it because of pneumonia. And then he was supposed to have a PET scan on Monday of this week. That fell through. They said they'd have to reschedule later next week. Now that's been bumped up to Friday. So pray for him in a couple of days as he goes for that PET scan. And then also, if you will, pray for evangelist Doug Thompson. I don't know the details, but just understand he needs prayer about his health at this time also as well. Well, I got a good song queued up right out of the church hymnal and then the message from the Word of God. All right, we are ready to look in the scriptures again as we've been doing all this week. We're looking in Matthew chapter number 2 and verses 1 through 14, reading all 14 of these verses, really pulling out the story about the wise men seeking after Jesus. I'm preaching on the subject, O come, let us adore him. I've been mentioning all week that there are four types of people in this story. Number one, there are those who earnestly seek the truth. Those are the wise men. And be honest with you, that's where I preached my whole sermon on Monday and then my whole sermon on yesterday and now this one today. Still going to continue on this theme before we move on to the next three groups. The second group are those who rest in the letter of the truth, the scribes and Pharisees, and go no further. Then there are those, number three, that are fearfully alarmed at the truth, represented by Herod and the religious rulers. And then number four, there are those who affectionately guard the truth. They are guardians of the truth. That's reflected in Joseph and Mary. Now, I've been preaching about the fact of those that earnestly seek for the truth, Number one, I said they sought for the truth with the persuasion that something really is true beyond them. You know, we're living in a day when a lot of people think that just me, it's my truth. No, there's truth outside of us. Amen. And then number two, there are those that sought for the truth at the correct source. These wise men came to the right place seeking Jesus. And then... That's as far as we got yesterday. Today's broadcast, we're going to deal with the fact that they were led by a light in the sky. A heavenly light in their darkness led them. 
to the truth. And then number four, they sought the truth to render homage to the truth. They wanted to give something and show respect and honor to the truth that they found. We're going to deal with those subjects on today's message. So I hope you stay tuned and enjoy the message as it was preached live from the pulpit of the Island Ford Baptist Church in Madisonville, Kentucky. Just remain standing, if you will, turn in your Bible to Matthew chapter number 2. Matthew chapter number 2. Matthew chapter number 2 and verse number 1, and I'll read down through verse number 14 this morning. The Bible says, Now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and are come to worship him. When Herod the king had heard these things, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he demanded of them where Christ should be born. They said unto him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet, And thou, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, art not the least among the princes of Judah, for out of thee shall come a governor that shall rule my people Israel." Then Herod, when he had privately called the wise men, inquired of them diligently what time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search diligently for the young child. And when ye have found him, bring me word again that I may come and worship him also. When they had heard the king, they departed. And lo, the star which they saw in the east went before them, till it came and stood over where the young child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. And when they were come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. Notice it does not say them. He didn't worship the mother and child. They worshipped him, the child. And when they had opened their gifts, they presented unto him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. And being warned of God in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed into their own country another way. And when they were departed, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream, saying, Arise and take the young child and his mother and flee into Egypt and be there uh, until I bring thee word. For Herod will seek the young child to destroy him. When he arose, he took the young child and his mother by night and departed into Egypt. I'm going to stop there, though that doesn't complete the sentence, but I'm going to stop there in verse number 14. You've got the idea of the story. But these men were under the impression that there was some truth that was beyond them. Amen. There's something out there which they needed. Amen. And I personally believe that these magi, as they're so often called, were actually descendants of Hebrews. Probably left over. You remember in Babylon, when they went into Babylonian captivity, when they came back with Zerubbabel, and then others came back with Nehemiah, some of them didn't come back. Some of them chose to stay there. And uh, I believe that's probably what some of these were. And reason I have a couple reasons. I know some Bible scholars believe these were Gentiles. They believe that they that there were you know foreigners, just total Gentiles. But somewhere along the line, they came to know something about Messiah, 
and they knew something about astrology, so uh, or astronomy, I should say. And so they that fits the case there. The Hebrews would know something about the Messiah, and the Babylonians would know a whole lot about astrology and astronomy. Matter of fact, these men had seen the star, and they knew the story, and they knew that Christ was coming. And so we'll we'll have to admit. These were thinking men. They were wise men. They were thinking men. If people will truly be thoughtful, if they'll just be honest and thoughtful, they will know deep down within themselves that there is something out there they need to search for. Amen. When people get thoughtful, their thoughts run towards religion. Their thoughts run towards perfection. And you, again, you listen to these theologians and even, even, uh, politicians. Everybody wants their utopia. You know what a utopia is? A utopia is where you have whatever you want. Every, every day's sunny. Amen. Everything's wonderful. Everything's always great. And in other words, we'd say perfection. Thoughts run towards religion and thoughts run towards perfection. But if we'll be honest, we know that there is no True religion or no true perfection found within us. It's got to be somewhere out there beyond us. And that's what these men were looking for. Can I say to you, truth is available if you'll search for it. Amen. Amen. you got to seek for it. Number two, I noticed not only they sought the truth with the impression of its reality, but they sought truth at the right source. Amen. They knew that the Messiah was to be the King of the Jews. Look at verse number two. Saying, where is he that is born king of the Jews? They knew he was supposed to be the king of the Jews, so they came to Jerusalem, which was the capital city. Amen. The capital city of, of Israel. But it was not only the capital city. Jerusalem was the temple city. Jerusalem is the holy city. Jerusalem was the place where they had the scriptures. Jerusalem was the place where they had the worship of Jehovah. They went to the right place. Amen. A lot of people look for truth in universities. They look for truth and find only confusion. Many people look for truth in these Eastern religions and find only idolatry. Some people search for truth in psychology and philosophy and find only humanism, narcissism, pessimism, and depression. Amen. I was reading something the other day that uh, you know, maybe you do, maybe you don't. There, there's a large ministry out in California, and I don't remember the name. It's, it's Harvest Ministry, something about Harvest Ministries. And Greg Glory is the is the preacher. He's well known and has crusades on the same vein as Billy Graham crusades. I mean, massive, massive crusades. But anyway, Greg Glory's he had a counseling pastor, a man that his whole job was to counsel people. And he dealt with a lot of people with depression. And he recommended every one of them, he recommended them to go to psychiatrists. You know what the counseling pastor did just a few months ago? He killed himself. Committed suicide. You know why? Because he was at a dead end. And here's what I read. You study it. Psychiatrists commit suicide six times more than the average patient of a psychiatrist. Does that mean psychiatrists don't have the answer? They don't have all the answer. And if they don't go to Christ, they've not gone far enough. 
And I'm not saying that you never need a psychiatrist. And I'm not saying you never need medication. I'm not saying that at all. But I am saying they're the right source. If you're not careful, you go looking for the truth. And you might be looking in the wrong source. Looking at the wrong place. Here's what these men did. They went to the temple. Or they went to where the temple was. I'm telling you, if you'll go to the house of God. Or if you'll go to God's book. That's where they finally wound up. That's where they found the truth. There's a lot of houses say they're the house of God, which is how the temple was then. God wasn't in that temple. But He is in His Word. Amen. And He still is, thank God, in His Word. So go to God's house. Go to God's book. That's where you'll find Him. I say again, truth is available, but you got to look in the right place. Amen. Number two, or three, that was... They sought the truth under the impression of its reality. They sought the truth in the right source. Number three, they sought truth under divine direction. They were led by light in the sky. Amen. They were led by light in the darkness. Amen. They were led by the star. Amen. These searchers said, we have seen, in verse number two, the last phrase, for we have seen his star in the east and are come to worship him. Amen. And we could talk a lot about what that star was or what happened there. And uh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to deal with that right now. But the important thing is, it was a light from heaven. It was a light from heaven that was showing them the way to the Lord. Amen. I believe it was representative of the Holy Ghost. Amen. One writer I read after said this. He said it was the same light that lit the bush that didn't, that burned but never burned up. Amen. He said it's the same light that led Israel in the wilderness those 40 years. He said it was the same light that was in the Shekinah glory over the, over the mercy seat when God showed up there and, and that, that light was now in heaven and it was directing them towards where the Lord was. Amen. So it was a light from heaven. I want to thank God that the Holy Ghost still uses God's Word. Amen. Still uses the preaching of God's Word to enlighten sinners. Amen. To point them to the Savior. Thank God. Amen. Amen. I believe He still works divers ways to bring people under conviction for their sin. Amen. To bring them to a saving knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. There are some people today that deny that the Holy Ghost even works. They say that He's not out there moving on people. Well, I'm glad He, he worked on me. Amen. I believe He's still working to this day. Amen. Amen. Now, we, we must admit that this star that these wise men saw in the sky must, if they saw it in the sky, don't you think others could have seen it in the sky? Galileo hadn't come around yet. Amen. They didn't have telescopes and all that kind of stuff as far as we know. Unless they was invented before the inventor came along. If they saw that star, others could have. Listen, just because the Holy Ghost deals with one person doesn't mean he couldn't deal with others. Amen. Amen. And if the Holy Ghost is present, if that light is lighting in one sinner, other sinners can look to Jesus. Other sinners could come, amen, under that same influence of that light. I do believe that, amen. They could come under that influence of that light. And I believe that the Holy, I believe the Holy Ghost deals with everybody sometime, some way uh, in their lifetime. But many will not heed it and they will not follow it. Amen. Can I say to you, number three, truth is available and the Holy Ghost will guide you. Into that truth. Amen. Number four. I'm talking about this. These that sought for the truth. Number four. They sought the truth 
to render it homage. Verse 11, And when they were come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother and fell down and worshipped him. When they had opened their treasures, they presented unto him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. These men were not just idly curious. They didn't just want to know where he was. They wanted to pay homage to him. They wanted to adore him. They wanted to worship him. Amen. They wanted not just to know there was truth. They wanted to embrace the truth. Amen. They, they wanted to have the truth for themselves. And they did. They, they found the truth and they found it in the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Notice this, that before they found him, they didn't find him in that majestic palace. They had to leave the majestic palace and the wonderful city. They had to go to this obscure little village of Bethlehem. And had to go in this humble little home. And I, I use that, this thought because I believe it's, it's very truthful. I don't believe God reveals His light to people that just want to be puffed up with knowledge. I don't believe God reveals His light so much to people, or I don't think He give them more light to those that are trying to be prideful in this thing. I believe there's got to be a humility coming before Christ. Amen. There's got to be a humility coming in your life if you're ever going to find Him. Amen. Don't search just for the knowledge that will puff you up. But look for that real wisdom that is only found in humility. Amen. And notice that these men offered gifts to Christ. Not that, I mean, what do you give to the king that's got everything? But God was going to use this. I believe in His providence, God was going to use this to finance a trip to Egypt. Poor family couldn't afford to do a lot of things. God was going to get them out of the country. Amen. Get them a place to stay down in Egypt till uh, till the coast was clear and they could come back. Not that God couldn't have provided in another means or God couldn't have protected in another way. This is how God chose to do it. Amen. But here's what I thought about. These men were not just looking for the truth that they might receive a gift, but they wanted to give something back to Him. Amen. Amen. They wanted to show their love back to Him. They brought gifts to offer to Him. Amen. Can I say to you, friend, if you really, really want to come to Jesus Christ, it's going to require you being willing to give yourself to Him, to give yourself totally, amen, every bit over to Him, amen. Not holding back anything, holding back nothing, amen. Give yourself totally away, amen. Truth is available. You know what God told Moses when He came to that? He turned aside to see. Something got his attention. It was that fire, that light. Got his attention, but he noticed the bush wasn't consumed. It was burning, but it wasn't consumed. When Moses turned aside to see, God said, Take your shoes off, Moses. You're on holy ground. You know what he's saying there? And I believe this is applicable to every one of us. If you're going to come to Christ, you're going to have to recognize the holiness of it, the reverence of it. Amen. There's got to be a willing to put some things off, a willing to shed some things, even though they might have felt comfortable to you, even though it might have seemed useful to you, even so it might have seemed to you as if there's no problem with it. When God says ditch it, you've got to be willing to ditch it. Amen. But you can come to Him. I believe that's how that He, he works. Amen. Holy ground deserves reverence as you seek for it. That's what the truth is. Amen. And that's all the time we have for today's broadcast. 
So we're going to have to break in the message right there. But Lord willing, we'll be back tomorrow and continue this message throughout this week. And I would like to invite you to come and be with us tonight for our midweek prayer service every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. We'll be meeting here, Lord willing, tonight for that. We'll have special time of prayer around the altar, special time of prayer requests taken from the pulpit, and then we'll have preaching from the Word of God as well as some good singing together, congregational and perhaps special. Love to have you come and be with us for that service tonight at 7 p.m. We are easily located at 1415 Island Ford Road here in Madisonville, Kentucky. Hope you'll tune in this same time every Monday through Friday for another Sending Forth the Light radio broadcast. Until then, this is Pastor Farrell Shepherd saying good day and God bless you.